Hello there. Houston, we have a problem. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Silent breed is FIFA! E.T. Get away from her, you bitch! Engage! All right, welcome to Off the Press with Scott Chronic, our Monday edition. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day as we go behind the scenes of all the great things going on in South Jersey. Uh, today will be a fun show. We are going to talk some science fiction. We're going to talk some sports uh, with Kai Carlin. And later on in the show, we're even going to talk some Sly and the Stanley Stone as a great tribute band called Everyday People is going to head to Tuckerton. Uh, and we'll talk to them in the 5 o'clock hour. But our first hour is going to be a little hybrid of what I do on the side in a podcast called The Forces Behind Science Fiction and this show, a little uh, hybrid edition of the podcast as well as this show uh, for the first hour. And uh, it is called The Forces Behind Science Fiction on Facebook. You can go check it out. Uh, it also can be a downloaded uh, Anthony anywhere, right? Uh, on Apple. Anywhere. Spotify. You name it. You name it. Different it can be countries. there. countries. Different. <laughs> if you're traveling and you don't want to miss it, it's there. Uh, all those things. But most importantly is to go on Forces Behind Science Fiction on Facebook and like us and follow us. And uh, I'm going to uh, introduce everybody. That's uh, that's Anthony Gowd. You know he comes here the third Monday of every month. Anthony, how are you, sir? I'm very good, Scott. This is very exciting. This is... This is like a virtual in real life. Right? I forgot what it was like. Well, this is the first time the four of us are actually meeting in person. And one of us, uh, Dexter Weeks, is my next guest. I have never met him in person. Hey, Dexter, how you doing, buddy? Hi, nice to meet you uh, finally in person. This is... uh Pretty exciting. My first time on the radio. We'll go around the horn, and then uh, and then the guy's name who I can never pronounce, Andrew Chikowski. Oh, that was the best yet, Scott. Very well, good. How do you say it? Chikowski. Oh, well, see, I was pretty good. Very yeah. good. All right, so, uh, uh, Anthony, let's just remind people uh, quickly how, how this uh, all, got, all got together. How, you know, how, how we how all we got together. together. How, well, it, it was another podcast we're that bitter, kind of fell apart, sounds we like. We were bitter podcast people. <laughs> Now, you know, and now are you happy, podcast people? We're all like the same age, around 50-something, and we love movies, and we wanted to, to, to talk movies, and a lot of the people you see online are younger people, much younger than us, who are just really, really bitter. <laughs> about if you look, if you listen to podcasts, about how our universes are being destroyed, basically, nah, it's, like, it's you know. more just that's the that's the culture, right? They like just <laughs> criticize everything, and that it makes you cool. But we love movies, right? So even though we don't always agree on the movies, we love movies. So we decided to put a podcast together for our love of movies that wasn't so critical. Uh, and and it talked about why we like these things, and and yes, sometimes it's negative, but it's not overly negative. Um, and when we started one for Star Wars, uh, I believe part of the reason that one fell apart was because you. We also don't want to be too positive. We're not fanboys <laughs> of things, right? We just we want to be realistic. You want to. To be fair, it, it fell apart gracefully. Right, that's true. If you're going to fall apart gracefully, is the way to do it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And and also, but it wasn't that you were too narrow focused, right? Or were you? And is that part I of the reason why we, we expanded? Were, I mean, Dex. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Well, there was always things we wanted to talk about. That Dex is a big fan of aliens. Right. We're all big fans of uh, other science fiction shows, and there's so much going on in science fiction that we wanted to expand it. And I think the Star Wars was too narrow focused. And even science fiction sometimes we, we get off track a little bit because that sometimes narrows you. But now Dexter Weeks, we have a pretty wide open target here right oh, yeah no doubt i think with the, let's get you a little closer there you, you can move that you can you can slide that over there you go buddy yeah i think uh the last uh star wars podcast we were doing um i i've always said uh you could you could always be a true fan but you don't have to like everything you know like not everything's perfect there's things but you can always 
always a fan no matter what so and anthony uh, has is uh, is our uh, uh what do we call you our gaming expert our our every uh, ufo expert uh, you know, that a lot lots of experts dexter is a great uh, artist himself how did that happen dexter oh myself uh, I, I was drawing my whole life uh anthony and i we both went mm-hmm. to school together uh we always drew in class and always did art have uh, little sleepovers uh but yeah i've been doing art my whole life and decided to uh possibly Make a living out of it, and you've worked for some major major companies, oh, right? Yeah. Tyco. Yeah, I done. Uh, yeah, I worked for Tyco. I done uh, work for Disney. Uh, there you go. A lot of comic books, like yeah, um, uh, yeah, all, all kinds of. Well, all he's kinds in of. The, the latest Aliens book. Uh, yeah, the uh, Art of Aliens. There you go. Yeah, awesome. Book. And Andrew, tell people how, how, what's your, what's your connection to these guys here? My connection to these guys. Well, uh, uh, Anthony and I, our boys, go to school together. And, uh, you know, it, so it didn't take long for us to realize that we were both just tremendous geeks of yeah, all things. Right. Video games, comic books, science fiction, uh, television, even anime and stuff like that. So we connected immediately. As a matter of fact, one of the first times we uh, connected, he's down in my man cave where I have my massive collection of everything. It's not a man cave. It's a man. It's a person It's like cave. A, you know, one of those people that that that's waiting for the apocalypse and has his whole other home it's like a man version of that with video games like with department store toys down there and yes. everything yeah right i but, get it yeah he comes it's like a habitat <laughs> he comes downstairs and immediately recognizes the art of dexter weeks up on the wall there you go and then there's a whole nother connection that no formed. kidding oh that's really interesting so how many have we done of these things so far Four. So uh, the last one that just uh, went up was about uh, Doctor Who, which I have no idea about, but we, I think, it could, but these guys do. So that came that came they out do. pretty well, and especially Andrew was the Doctor Who expert. Uh, we all, what else did his he do? His voice is back too, which is good. Thank God. Yeah. They, oh yeah, you sound good. Are you done yelling uh, at kids now? Is that what what's that? Are you done yelling at your children? No, oh, no, no, my guys are good. <laughs> my guys could do this podcast. We also. Uh, what else did we do, Anthony? What were the other ones we did? We did Godzilla. We did Godzilla minus one. We yes. did an episode on the first one was about horror stories so horror and sci-fi there you go and and then what, there, there's one missing what was the la- other one or is, no or we is... actually did two on godzilla because we oh, did that's Go- right. yeah, we did godzilla the monsters and we did godzilla minus one which is a movie everyone listening should go to right now at the Tilton. Yeah, yes. although I think, you it's, are. I think it's out of IMAX, though, so you blew it if you didn't go see it in IMAX. But other than that, it's there, right? And, and now they have a dubbed version, which I don't know. Some people can But like I do that. not support that. Some people will. I am. Some I people don't like to read and watch a movie at the same time. Who? Who doesn't want to do that? I hear it all the time. I don't know. I don't have to find them. Stop it. It's nonsense. Uh, so so uh, that's what we're all about, and we hope that you do like us on Facebook, and, uh, and it's called The Forces Behind Science Fiction Podcast, and we'll talk about some of that nerdiness today. So uh, ripped out of the news today. Jonathan Majors was uh, found guilty. Uh, he is the guy who plays right. Kang in uh, in the Marvel uh, verse. As far he was in Loki, he was in uh, what else? He was in uh, Ant Man and a bunch of other stuff. He is found guilty of assault and harassment. Uh, he hasn't been sentenced to anything yet, but that, uh, but he was found guilty. Lots of crazy stuff has come out in that trial. Uh, he, uh, Disney has been getting uh, major, uh, you know, whiplash and, and and beatings about how they stuck with him as long as they did. But as we know, like. Kang was uh, a major part of what this next uh, verse was supposed to be and uh, with the Avengers and all this kind of stuff. In fact, the last Avengers movie of this new, what is this, six are we in? Seven, whatever the stage. I think it's 
four. I don't know. No, I don't four? Yeah. Mm, no, I, I think I we're beyond that. When you keep track anymore. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, what's supposed to be called Avengers uh, something with Kang, right? Con- Kang, I forget whatever. Yeah, but it's one. Of, it, it's just one of Kang's multiple universe versions. There's other Kangs. So you can arrest this Kang. But the other Kings will still get out. So that's what I was going to say, uh, Andrew. You could talk about, do they recast him, or do they throw this out of the uh, of the window? Do they recang him? Quite, quite frankly, I don't understand the controversy here. I mean, other than the fact that the man did horrible, horrible crimes. Uh, but back way back in the start, uh, they replaced Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle and Iron Man. Why is that such a big deal to replace... Uh, Jonathan Majors at this point, especially when the focus of his story is that there's multiple multiverse versions of it. I mean, it writes itself. Including in Loki, uh, the last season of Loki, where he was played, uh, he where Kang played a different version of Kang. Exactly. That was the same actor. Like To me, that was a missed opportunity by Marvel to maybe put a different actor in that yeah. role and like say, well, you know, if this doesn't work out, like, uh, like this is their next Kang. It's you know? the simplest problem to solve. I mean, they but, had multiple versions of Loki. They had a frog <laughs> exactly. playing Loki. But frog. Frog. just pull that over you closer, Dick. Don't and, worry. Don't oh, be no. shy. And yeah. an alligator, too, right? Yeah, they and, had all these different... Well, there must be something in his contract that says I'm the only Kang because other than that I don't understand how they just don't put another person in it it is kind of crazy I mean when Loki the new season of Loki came out I think a lot of people well especially a lot of the people that were really detracting Disney were saying what the so what do they do Dexter are they going to just recast this uh, character Uh, yeah I think they're going to have to I mean uh, it's it's too much uh, too much backlash on Disney and everything so I think their best bet is definitely to recast them but the thing is it's it's as easy as it is to recast, because the, Loki actually had two versions of Loki as the main characters, the female right. Loki and the regular male Loki. So it doesn't matter. You could just recast multiple universe versions of them. The question really is, and this is kind of a general question, not just about Jonathan right. Majors. When someone says there's outrage, what does that really mean? <laughs> there's five people on the Internet. There's a 500 people on the Internet. Yeah, like who, who's Has it ever affected... Has it boycott ever really affected? But at this turnout? point, yeah. But at this point, right? It, is it also Andrew about uh, you got it? You have to do. You have to respond as a company because you you know like if if you know there's first of all there's lawsuits there's uh, there's uh, there's negative impact there's all kind of stuff going on. But if someone that's not a star does what Jonathan Majors did, they're fired immediately, right? So if you in a huge is, company is a as Disney. Is he a now star? he is yeah, yeah. Well, is oh, he yeah. a star because of his notoriety or no he's a star yeah see, I mean and plus he also he's a great actor I, I mean just you can see... say whatever you want about him but I I remember watching him in a movie uh, I forget it was something about San Francisco uh, man I forget the name of that uh, movie but uh, it was um, I didn't even know who he was at the time and I remember telling my wife uh, damn that guy's a really good actor uh, and it was called um, oh darn it I'll get it in my head see, but the, the th- bottom line is he's awesome so th- so does someone want to step into those, I'm sure anybody would for the money, no, no doubt about it. But it's also there's big shoes to fill here. Well, you know what? DC encountered the same problem last year with the Flash movie. Oh yeah. Uh, what what's his Ezra Miller mm-hmm. uh, was getting into all kinds of legal trouble, and everybody was up in arms about him. But DC invested millions and millions and millions of dollars into this movie with this guy as the star. But guess what? That movie was about multiverse. Mm-hmm. They had such a good opportunity to recast him. At the end of the movie, I mean, I don't think the movie did as well as they would have wanted to, but still, there was an opportunity there. They could have recast him with the guy who plays the Flash on TV. 
But it wasn't a great movie. Nobody said Ezra Miller. Let's boycott him. I, I didn't hear any yeah, there of that. Was, no, there was. There was some of that. But the but the bottom line is, the, you know, a lot of people just didn't like the movie, right? But you know, you know, but, it had great moments. It wasn't a great movie, but it was a movie with I, great I, moments. I, I liked it. But, I, I always go back to what my kids say about Michael Jackson, and this is as true as about anybody else, right? If you don't ban Michael Jackson, then don't ban anybody because yeah. But the Michael, there was nothing ever proven, and, uh, oh, and Michael. Jackson, my, 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 no, no, but I'm saying, no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it didn't happen. But I'm saying there was not this right. There wasn't this crazy court case it where he was convicted of. Uh, everyone tra- knows it happened. It isn't even a question of whether. It, it, it happened. Well, number one, but you, nobody cares. But no, number one, he was never convicted of anything. Number two. Number two was a different world then. I mean, it really was. Well, I mean, but I mean still today, I mean, it's still. I, I'm not making excuses to... for it. I'm just saying it was different. Well, my kids say because if we if we stop listening to Michael Jackson music, we're just punishing ourselves, right? And that's so. That's... You think they should keep Jonathan Majors as Kang? No, I don't like him at all. Oh. You, don't <laughs> think he was, you don't think he's great as Kang? I think that they the Ant Man three the the one movie we, we talked about on our podcast we really don't I don't think that movie was any good I think he I, was the only thing good in it oh I think nothing was good in that movie oh I disagree uh, Dexter what do you think buddy uh, yeah I have to agree with Anthony on that one <laughs> I'm not a big nothing fan. good about it huh yeah I'm not a fan of that movie either by the way it was called um, the last black man at San Francisco I highly recommend that he was also in the Five Bloods which is a great movie he was in the Heart of They Fall which is a great movie. western if you never saw that fantastic western uh, that he was like the main character in that i believe as well and then uh he was in a great uh you probably saw lovecraft country he was in that on mm-hmm. hbo right the uh, that was a good on, show yeah really good show the guy the guy is a great actor but you're not going to see much of him but guess what if kevin spacey can make a comeback did he did he he's starting to yeah <laughs> if 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 uh, listen mel gibson is in the continental there's not a bigger racist on the planet right so <laughs> so i mean uh, if those guys can do it It'll happen, right? We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. We'll come back right here on Off the Press with Scott Chronic, as well as the forces behind science fiction podcast right after this. Off the Press with Scott Chronic is presented by Shore Physicians Group and Ocean Casino Resort. All right. Quick three minutes on Doctor Who, because uh, when I grew up as a kid, Doctor Who was uh, something that my uh, next door neighbors watched, and I would sometimes see an episode here and there with Tom Baker. But there's kind of a little uh, renaissance happening. There's a bunch of specials that are now on Disney Plus, correct, Andrew? Andrew's our uh, resident Doctor Who expert. So now that they're all out, three specials are out, I need your little review of the three and where this uh, franchise is headed. All right. All three specials are out. Uh, I would say they were good. Not great, but good. Uh, and at the end of the third special, we were introduced to the new Doctor, the 15th Doctor, Chudi Gatwa. And his first episode, I believe, is coming up on Christmas Day. Uh, Doctor Who traditionally does a Christmas special every year. And that's going to be his uh, first episode. Uh, it did feel like uh, when Doctor Who was at its peak uh, back in the mid-2000s. Uh, that there- was the peak? Well, <laughs> for for this the current, new peak the, the, that was the new peak. Yeah, okay. right. uh, for this current generation, um, first episode was getting themselves out of the corner they painted themselves into. Second episode was phenomenal, very unusual special effects. And if you are a fan of old Doctor Who back in the seventies and eighties, in a way you could appreciate that. And the third episode was trying to get into the new Doctor's shoes. And I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything. But let's just say that they found a way to keep older and newer fans happy, ultimately, in the end. So with the new, uh, what's your vibe about the new Doctor? My vibe about the new Doctor, I think he's going to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah? I really do. He's got, uh, from the brief amount of screen, screen time that he's had over 
uh, last week, and uh, they had a thing where he appeared at the end of a certain special. Uh, he's uh, got a lot of positivity. He's got a good, fun vibe about him, and uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. So the, uh, the Disney will be on Disney Plus. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, the Christmas special. I'm not 100 percent sure of the premiere date. I had heard December 25th. I don't know if I'm certain about that. But when his actual season starts up, whenever that is, that will be on Disney Plus, not HBO Max as all the other episodes. So they were are. always known for using cheesy effects and stuff like that because that's what existed back then. Has is like the new ones are are they like state of the art special effects or they, are, everything looks like kind of like because they could never get away with they're, not they're, like they're state of the art cheesy effects. Are they really? See special <laughs> too to see exactly what I'm talking about. Really? No yes. kidding. You watch Dexter? Have you watched it? Uh, unfortunately, I have not. No. Uh, but you. You have Anthony. Yeah, is he right? Great. State of the art cheesiness. It is. I mean, it's intentionally kind of cheesy. But I, I was saying during the break, my son loves it. He's a new fan to Doctor Who. Does he get and the cheesiness of it? It's you can't not. It's so goofy. Okay. Like All some right. of the characters have looked like giant Furbies. Some, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, it, but it, so did Ewoks. So I mean, what does that mean? You know what I mean? It, it's intentionally campy, and I think it, it's a got an audience. All right, twenty seconds, Andrew. You get to uh, the second episode, the second special. When you watch it, the effects in there have achieved this great. Uh, unification of humor and horrifying at the same time. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, Zack Snyder and his new uh, flick that's coming on Netflix on Thursday. We'll be right back right after this. All right, we are here with the Forces Behind Science Fiction Podcast with uh, Andrew Dexter uh, and Anthony uh, all here. Please go like us on Facebook on the Forces Behind Science Fiction. Forces Behind Science Fiction. Uh, like it, and then, of course... Um, Listen to us. So, what will be our next episode, Anthony? Do you know after after this? Well, this will be an episode. This will be an episode. Where right. We're going to talk about Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, which is coming out this Thursday night. So, while most people on December twenty second are at a Christmas party <laughs> or are like hanging out with their family, baking cookies, us four nerds will be at my house watching a Zack Snyder movie that's supposedly a movie that they a Star Wars people wouldn't make. So he's like, "Well, screw you! I'm going to make it with Netflix." And uh, the reviews have not been kind so far, Anthony. They have not. And neither has my wife's review of what I'm doing Friday night. <laughs> so I told her, if we're going to go to Scott's house, are we going to watch Rebel Moon? She, she my, had, my wife is finding out right now. You're going to do uh, what? Uh, Dexter? <laughs> yeah, if, they, if she didn't know, uh, she knows now. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, who wants to sum up what uh, Rebel Moon is? Anybody uh, want to do that? Anthony, Rebel Moon. Because you're the Star Wars real. I, you're the, you're I, really the Star Wars. And the Zack Snyder uh, hater. So I don't right. hate him. I only hate his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Rebel Moon is a pitch that was sent to Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm, by Rob Snyder, who wanted to make a Star Wars movie. So he created a princess's... Sort of a, a princess uh, is in distress, but she's really not in distress story. Um, and then... Kathleen Kennedy said, no, this is, this is trash. I'm sure she said it exactly that way. This is trash. So <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder, I was going to say Rob Snyder, a very different person. Yeah. Zack Snyder said, you know what? I'm going to make this film myself. And he pitched it to several different people. Netflix picked it up. And uh, he took the movie and split it in two. So part one... <laughs> 
Part one, it has such ridiculous names. Born out of fire. I don't know, know what the name of it is, but it's kind of goofy. Um, and then part two comes out in April. I know, well, see, no, I don't think there is a name for the first one. I think it's just Rebel Moon Part One, right? No, no, oh, no. It is. It's, it's born. In the, part, the, the second one's called the Scar Scar Giver. Scar Giver. Yeah. All right. All right. And then the second one, but it is a little ridiculous that like, hey, I'm gonna make this movie and I need two parts even before we even know if it's any good. And Netflix is like, how much money do you need? Yeah, man, do it, right? Andrew, it's a little crazy, right? A yeah. child of fire. That's oh, that's what, what is it called? This is the child official title. This is the official title. Rebel Moon Part One: A Child of Fire. It's a little cliche. A Child of Fire sounds like something like a bad tattoo that somebody would get on themselves. <laughs> now, Dexter, you're more kind to him than I. You're in my court, right? I'll move that I, over a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yes, I am. Uh, I, I've been a Zack Snyder fan since. I don't know, I guess 300, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead was the first one. I mean, that when yeah. you think that your directorial debut is one of the greatest horror movies of all time, where's the hate coming from, boys? I'm mad at you. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. That I movie's mean, good, I mean, but it's not great. Is... It's not 28 Days Later. Oh, yes, it is. No, it's not. I disagree. I, I it's great. Really it, and listen, as far as remakes go, it's about as good as any remake has ever been. It was written by James Gunn. What do you expect? So what? It's, well, but what? it still had to be directed. It still had to be directed well, you know, and, and the style of it's great. Directed competent. No, I <laughs> disagree. It's good, man. Especially I, for your first movie. Yeah, I remember seeing some of those shots. There was like that overhead shot of the the car like crashing, and you see him run into the gas station. And I remember watching this thing at the beginning. in the theater, and I was just like, this is the greatest. And even the acting, right? I mean, oh, you yes. watched it last night. I did. Bing Rames, a bunch of great people are in that movie, yeah. right? Zack Snyder doesn't act. In that movie, there's some good acting. <laughs> he for, had some for his, good actors. I mean, what do you expect <laughs> him to do? Wait, directors. I don't know if you know how it works. Direct actors. That's how that works. Like you get the performances out of people. The good directors get out of the way. Oh, Scott. Uh, I don't know, man. Tell Martin Scorsese <laughs> that. I don't, right, so I don't look. Uh, Dawn of the Dead is a good film. Tell Stanley Kubrick that. Well, I appreciate. Dawn of the Dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. Well, I was going to say Dawn of the Dead is a good film. The Suicide Squad. 2016, that's okay. Wonder Woman, that was a good film. I think he just produced that. Here's the ones yeah. that he directed that are great. 300's a great movie. And, and, and F you if you yes. don't think so. He it's couldn't awesome. screw up 300, though. He had a storyboard. How many people How many people have gotten movies that are really a rip out of a comic book? And 300 and Sin City are probably two of those, right? It's page for page. For yeah. Like, well, like, so yeah. what? But yeah. who, who else have gotten that and screwed it up? Uh, yeah. I mean, people screw this stuff up all the time. Which happened with Watchmen. No, Watchmen to me might be the greatest uh, comic book movie of all time, oh, and I I'm love the original Watchmen, <laughs> and I love go. the Watchmen series. So if you haven't seen that, guys, that, that, have you seen the Watchmen series? I have not. Oh my god! I, I like the Watchmen. How dare series. you call yourself a science fiction <laughs> yeah, fan? Yeah, on HBO, the Watchmen right? series. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, on it's HBO. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Uh, but he didn't do that. But um, uh, Legend of the Guardians. I don't think I ever saw that. Uh, Sucker, Punch? Sucker Punch. I don't think I ever saw that. Man of Steel. Again, loved it. That, uh, uh, Dexter. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. once again, I mean, the beginning of the movie, it, well, was, it was like a science fiction film. And the greatest Krypton mm-hmm. scene in, in yeah. that we've ever seen. Can anybody argue that that first scene is not the greatest scene we've seen in Krypton? Mm-hmm. What? Which was better? Uh, one scene does not a whole movie. No, I didn't ask that. I said, is that the greatest scene we've ever seen in Krypton? It could be. After, it could no be. question. I, I still question. prefer... Is that the greatest scene we've ever seen in Krypton? It is. Oh. And there's been the what? very narrow I still would prefer Marlon Brando referring to it as Krypton. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 that's kind of, yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> scripted. Uh, let's see. Batman vs. Superman stunk. Terrible movie. Yeah. Awful movie. Really terrible. Justice League. Martha. His is good. The first one, awful. The, it's hard to believe they're the same movie. Uh, I even like the black and white one. 
Yeah, actually, I just bought that on in 4K. <laughs> so. uh, then, uh, uh, let's see, Army of the Dead. Loved it. Fantastic. Once again, that, uh, did you like that one? Yeah, that's the one that's filmed in Atlantic City. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Did you like that one? I didn't see it. Well, what's wrong? With, how do you have to say you don't even watch his movies? <laughs> oh, some of us have to work for a living. Stop you know, he it. Doesn't yeah, have yeah, yeah. You've watched like every episode of Doctor Who twice. Just watch it once. <laughs> he doesn't you know have I mean? a lot of. I mean, he's only been directing since two thousand and four. It's not really it's, ten it's, years, yeah. or it's, I mean, uh, twenty years. It yeah. wasn't as much as I thought it was. But what he's done is far superior than what has been. And what he's done well has been far superior to what sucked. And there's been some stuff. Why well, any director has had bad movies? Yeah, C plus. That's an easy argument to make. No, it's not. <laughs> that that is good stuff is better than stuff that sucks. Yeah, but how many? A lot. Of, I'm saying that the good directors make bad movies. Guillermo del Toro makes bad movies. Oh yeah, uh, sure. you know, and and, yeah. and and he makes bad movies. That I, but he's a good director. But right. I'm going to lose this uh, argument because Rebel Moon. I have doubts about. I, I really, uh, Dexter. You are you doubtful? Uh, well, unfortunately, I have read some of the uh, the reviews, and it is. It's not going to stop me from watching. No, it, me neither. But, no, no, you're coming to my house. Yeah, yeah. I have high hopes for Rebel Moon. I really do. I always get try, out of here. I do. I do. You do I not. Always, you're a liar. I always try to keep an open mind on every movie I see. I don't want to judge it before I've seen it. And there's just something. And this is the reason why we have this podcast because all four of us know how to find the joy. In these science fiction movies. Oh, not me. I'm sure they're... <laughs> no, not me. I'm very negative. That's true. He's very yeah. negative. <laughs> you should have seen him over the Marvels. It was a disaster. I, I looked at Anthony with exasperation at one point, you know, during the Marvels. Everything was going so well until the musical number. Yeah. <laughs> until the princesses came out. They did it too out. small. They did it too small. They should have made I can feel Scott looking at me, and I'm thinking, I know he's looking at me, but I'm not going to look at him because I know what he's going to say. How is it when I was watching that movie, the first thing that popped into my head was Scott? <laughs> By the way, there was a parade of princesses in the Marvels. I was like, this is enough. This is enough. Uh, but yeah, anyway, listen, I like the cast, I, uh, I, the people that I know in the Rebel Moon cast, but I kept watching the previews, and after, watch, after I watched them a few times, I started seeing that it could be not great. Can I give you why Yeah, I don't think Zack Snyder's yeah. a great director? Okay. So, most famous, he uses the high contrast, right? He, he over-dramatizes oh, every scene. Yes. So if you can, if you're getting a parking ticket... That'll be the most dramatic parking ticket scene of any movie ever, right? The sun will be shining, and there'll be a lens flare, and the shadows are on the ticket, you know, highlighting. It's your, art. It, yeah. <laughs> and it's then, art. When Dexter does a painting, I, is there, are there some paintings that Dexter does where he's like, well, I'm going to make this one not so good. <laughs> I'm going to make, this is just an average painting I'm doing, so I'm not going to add the sun or the sunlight or the shine or this or that. I'm going to make this, this scene average looking right Dexter that's uh, ridiculous yeah, agreed agreed I mean you look at his work and I mean it's very artistic and being an artist myself I I, I adore all, all his work yeah you so. can't have every single scene be artistic because then none of it is it just becomes oh, tell Wes too Anderson much. that well that's that's another topic yeah. so but Wes Anderson's a <laughs> great director he... who makes bad movies but that's okay but every every shot Why looks a great amazing director that makes bad movies it makes no sense there's you listen no I, I don't know that not Martin Scorsese not Kubrick nobody is 100% nobody, nobody is 100% I think the difference is the culture surrounding Zack Snyder fans uh, on the on the internet or whatever like if you completely stayed off the internet stayed off of Facebook or whatever and you think whatever same thing he makes good movies he makes bad movies but Zack Snyder fans especially when you're geared towards science fiction comic book things like we are they are ravenous. Oh, it's like crypto bros. It, yeah, but we're exactly. not. I, I'm not. Dexter's not. I don't get sucked up in that. I just think that I don't understand the hate, and I really don't understand 
this great adoration because either. I think I, you know I don't get it, either side of it. Really, it's because of the crypto bros because we get constantly pounded how great a director he is. And if, I, if it wasn't for that, I think it'd be a lot easier. He's yeah. a great visual director. There's no question about it. And I think that he makes some lapses in judgment when it comes to storytelling. We got our first call. Rodney from Ryan Johnson. Rod- Rodney from Egg Harbor Township joined us. Say it ain't so, Rodney. What's up, buddy? Hope you don't like Zack hey, Snyder. Hey, guys. Um, you're talking about movies. What about all the old uh, famous uh, radio dramas? They used to have X-1 and all oh those radio, uh, Ray Bradbury and uh, Isaac Asimov. And the lights out, and all those famous radio shows. Rodney, I love you right now. I am a huge X minus one fan. Uh, my children and I have listened to every single episode multiple times. Uh, that's not really in our wheelhouse. We're focusing more on movies. But I have a feeling you and I could uh, get off there. We could spend hours talking about For those about that don't know, X-1 minus one was this uh, science fiction radio broadcast. Well, for like, the thing well, is, like, yeah. see, I'm dialing up and down the whole radio dial. And I hear an awful lot of music stations, and a lot of it's not not very good music. And they could, they should have a station devoted to the old time radio shows. They used to back in the day when I was growing up. Uh, I can't remember the station it was an AM station, and they used to play there radio is one, classics. Uh, Seven forty on the AM dial at ten o'clock at night. But that's the only one that I see right now. I think the problem is, Rodney, is everything's available on YouTube and all this kind of stuff, so it's hard to devote a whole bands of radio, and and there's no money to make. That's the problem, right? Yeah. That, that's the real problem. Rodney, there's, no well, there's an awful lot of like, junky uh, music stations, and, and they should have something more interesting for the public. Okay. Well, thank you, Rodney. But I'm going to let Rodney go, and Andrew, you got to wrap it up. Cause Just we real fast. Rodney, if you go on archive.org, the Internet Archive, uh, if you go on there, they have whole series of every radio station you could uh, radio series you could possibly want. Hey boys, you want to get into business? We're gonna start. We're gonna launch a uh, uh, AM uh, radio channel that's devoted to old series and tell you think we'll get any audience whatsoever. I'll do it. We got Rodney. I'll make we got Rodney. <laughs> can we make any money on it? I mean, we might have some listeners, but can we, we make we any money on it? We don't do this for the money, Scott. <laughs> That's so clear. that's gonna be our next podcast. That's clear. <laughs> the X minus one podcast. No, I'm out. I'm out. I, I'm out. I need to make money eventually. All right, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna wrap it up uh, for our first uh, podcast on air segment. We'll do this again down the road, I'm sure. But uh, this is Forces Behind Science Fiction. Uh, make sure you go like it on Facebook. Follow us. Uh, the next episode will be about Rebel Moon, which will probably come out uh, right after the Christmas break. I would think, right? Before. Before the Christmas. It comes break? out this Thursday. Yeah, yeah, no, but no, I'm talking about our podcast. Oh, yeah. Sure. So we're going to watch it Friday. We're not going to record it at Christmas Day, I hope, because I'm never going to get away with that. <laughs> I, yeah, these guys are like, maybe. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking right. about it. I don't right. know. I'll have in-laws visiting. <laughs> we, we, we might end up being around the computer that night doing it. Who knows? All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back right after this. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we are doing a Forces Behind Science Fiction uh, podcast. Uh, please go like it on Facebook. Uh, we are doing a double radio show off the press with Scott Chronic, and uh, this is our podcast that Anthony Dexter, uh, Andrew, and I, we do, uh, you know, a couple times a month or so, and I uh, hope that you, hopefully you can go listen to it and like it. Uh, we'll do this again down the road somewhere, but uh, if you miss episodes in between, please go to Forces Behind uh, Science Fiction on uh, Facebook and like us, and uh, you'll get alerts and all that good stuff. iTunes uh, and Spotify iTunes and Spotify. Is that mm-hmm. the best way to uh, go find those episodes? And wherever you enjoy podcasts. And wherever you enjoy podcasts. Very good. Uh, all right, uh, gentlemen. So uh, the word has uh, come out since we started this show. Uh, the question was, will Marvel uh, get rid of Jonathan Majors? Yes. After today's, uh, after he was found to 
guilty of a Manhattan jury of reckless assault in the third degree and guilty of harassment following a two-week trial uh, in New York. Uh, Jonathan Majors is out at Marvel Studios and a stunning career blow uh, for that once rising actor. Uh, before his March arrest, uh, he was uh, a big part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, most recently in Loki, as we all uh, I, li- I, li- I liked it. I didn't like it as much as you guys. Did you like Loki, the new season, as much? Uh, a lot, it. right? You, you, I, I Very Doctor Who is the second season. I'm sorry? Because very Doctor Who. It was Who-ish, very much said. like a Doctor Who episode. And maybe that's what I didn't yes, like it about was. it. Yes, it was. It's funny because I enjoyed it. I had no idea what was going on every single episode, but still managed to enjoy it. That's quite a feat to pull off. Uh, did you like the Loki up, uh, series? Uh, unfortunately, I have not seen it. So. Oh, there you go. I, I thought it was okay. I just didn't like it as much as everybody else did. Uh, yeah. By the way, he, uh, the movie that I couldn't think of the name of was, was called Avengers The Kang Dynasty. <clears throat> Excuse me. Slated for uh, May first of twenty six, the studio says they will move forward with the film, uh, and in November hired Loki creator Michael Waldron to work on a new draft. Marvel has recast in the past, as we talked about. Terrence Howard starred in the first Iron Man as James Rhodes, while Edward Norton headlined the Incredible Hulk. Both in 2008, Howard declined a return for the 2010 Iron Man, uh, and Don Chadle stepped into the role. Norton, meanwhile, clashed creative with Marvel on Incredible Hulk, and Mark Ruffalo stepped in. Yeah. So. We only have a few minutes left. Yeah, like five minutes. Yeah. We just got here. I don't know how that happened. But right. I wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast. Go ahead. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. So the podcast is about all things science fiction. It isn't just about movies. It's about television shows. It's about books. It's about uh, radio shows, potentially, the old radio series. X minus one. Shout out to Rodney. Um, and why did we do it, Scott? We did it because we enjoy talking about the plethora of work that is science fiction. Some Correct. of it is fun, like Marvel. Some of it is very serious, like Asimov. Some of it is adventure. Some of it is borderline comic superheroes. And some of it is whimsical, like Doctor Who. And part of what science fiction, why I like science fiction and why we wanted to share this with everyone is to, you know, when you watch the news and you watch the media, there's, everything just gets you down. And it gets me down. And we wanted to put something out there that was just an escape an escape to, you know, you don't have to watch the news and who's the elections and, and inflation going up. Just enjoy yourself. And here are a bunch of people that also enjoy movies. And we this is this radio podcast today broadcast is, is similar to our show. We just try to have a good time uh, and enjoy things. We don't always agree. Uh, but we welcome you to listen to it. It's I would called- say we never agree. <laughs> and, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you probably It don't. keeps it interesting. Yes. So if you if you like podcasts, which has been called the new radio, Scott. Yes, that's right. Uh, we just started. This is our fourth. This is now going to be our fifth episode. But in the future, we're going to deal with topics such as, for example, Invasion, the worst television show ever filmed. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to talk about Star Trek, how many people like Star Trek out there. But there's a, a lot of books that are out there. The Hitchhiker's I guarantee you we'll talk Galaxy. about Aquaman at some point. Oh, sure. God. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone going to see that? Um, I will. You know when the uh, of course I'm going to see it. I, I, I watch the worst stuff. I'm going to, of course, watch Aquaman. Jason Momoa said, you know, he didn't say he, it exactly. No, he actually said, if audiences really like it, uh, I yeah, think that right. I could be back, yeah. but I don't really see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, this movie's not very good. That's what you want your PR to be like. Yeah, someone wrote that. I thought was really funny on our little text uh, that we shared together. I don't understand the marketing of this movie. I thought that was great, you know? That's brilliant marketing. Now I want to see it. I don't see that happening. We dare you to see it. <laughs> Listen, I always thought that uh, Aquaman was always a, uh, a, a great side character. So when they named, you know, and it was always a joke. Listen, Entourage made a joke they were going to make an Aquaman movie, right? Oh, and, that's right. Uh, right. And that was, and that, and then they finally did. And I, I'll, and from the moment.
think they did it. I was like, this is, a bad, this, is a, this is a bad idea. Like, this is a bad idea. So then they cast Momoa, who at that point was just basically like this like tyrant rapist from Game of Thrones that no one knew, right? Uh, and then... Like, he's, he actually turned out to be a little charming and personable, and you kind of liked it, you know? And then, like, you watched it, and you're like, oh, man, that's, a, that's worse than I thought it was going to be. And then they go, oh, well, we're going to make a sequel. And it comes out, what, three or four years after the first one? Like, holy mackerel. I, 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 like that, and that's the blockbuster of the, of, the, of the Christmas season, by the way. Didn't they, didn't they lose the film or something at one point, too? They tried to. <laughs> I, I think somebody <laughs> stole it and burned it. Yeah, uh, exactly right. <laughs> Uh, and, and, lost the and then you had the Amber Heard stuff going on. I mean, it was uh, uh, all right. Forty-five seconds, but we'll definitely have an Aquaman podcast. Oh. No question. But do we have to watch it? Absolutely. Oh, Maybe right. together in IMAX. It does look like a visual feast. I have to give it that. Well, the first one looked terrible, and then yeah. when they when they talked underwater, there weren't even like yeah. bubbles coming yeah. out of their mouth. Like, come on! Like this is. James Cameron must have been like, what? I made a better movie 20 years ago. Ben Water. All right. We're going to start. This is Forces Behind Science Fiction. Please like us on Facebook and listen on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. See you soon.